What is going on, everyone? Casey here from Virginia Game Day, Slacky Brown Media. Thank you so much for checking in with the sixth episode. Uh, we got a lot of stuff happening. We just had our first UVA basketball game last night, which we'll definitely get to. And we also have uh, our interview with Will Betridge, which we uh, teased in the last episode. Incoming UVA kicker. Really funny, charming dude, and an even better ball striker. So we'll get to that. But first... Uh, yeah, so last night, you guys know what happened. Uh, first game back at JPJ in over 600 days. Uh, me and my old lady went down there, lower level seats, uh, first time in a long time, and it was a good crowd. It wasn't packed. It wasn't definitely wasn't a sellout. Uh, student section showed up. Everyone got their new posters and new souvenir cups. I'm looking at mine right now definitely an exciting part of the event and Navy came in and made it rain all over John and Paul and Mr. Jones. So yeah, uh, Navy beat, beat UVA in the uh, opening game, 66, 58. Uh, lots to talk about there. The sky isn't falling. I think if there's three words I want to uh, get across to Wahoo nation, we'll be fine. Uh, this isn't the end of the world last year, if you remember. We had a very similar game against San Francisco. Uh, that was the second game of the season last year. It wasn't at home. It was a neutral site game, but San Francisco beat us on the offensive glass. They got a ton of offensive boards, and they shot the lights out. And uh, those are two big things as to why uh, the old midshipmen won last night. Uh but you got to give, you know, they did their job. Navy did their job. And you got to tip your hat to them because their offense was running smoothly. They were hitting their shots. They're an experienced team, uh, most importantly, though. And that's kind of where where uh, we need to talk about Virginia and why we're going to be fine. And, Tony, we trust we'll figure it out. All those sayings that you've seen if you've been on Twitter. Twitter's been actually pretty a pretty sad place, but but you know the good tweets have been in Tony. We trust we'll be fine. All that stuff. Uh, we'll get we'll do a little little round of good tweet, bad tweet uh, later. But all new pieces, all new pieces, and in the lead up to the game, they were trying to tell us. Uh, Jay Willie did a couple of interviews, and he was trying to tell us. I didn't want to listen. I don't know if you did. New pieces, uh, work in progress, bad habits to break, you know, on incoming players that, that haven't been in the system. They told us. And last night we saw that a couple times in transition, not knowing, not knowing who our assignment is, open three, bang. Missing box outs. Too many checks, too many second chance points for for Navy. Um, yeah, and and they shot the lights out, and y'all know, the list goes on. Inferior teams can beat Virginia when they shoot the lights out. That's like the calling card to 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 beating Virginia if you're you know not a a, a top tier Power Five school. Uh, let's get to the box score a little bit. So Navy won uh, 66-58. Navy 
went made eight of their first 10 threes and finished uh, 11 for 21. UVA only shot 25% from beyond the arc. Two players in two players in double digits for UVA. Uh, Jaden Gardner, who is a very, very good fit and a player who we haven't had, it seems like, in a while. Uh, a bruiser. He reminded me of Zach Randolph or something. He was like, you know, a couple times just getting up in the chest of the of, uh, Navy's big guys and, you know, just getting buckets. Uh, he was 7 of 13 from the floor, uh, 4 or 5 from the line, and 10 boards, 18 points led the team. And then Kihei, aggressive early. First half aggressive, second half, man, a little bit of uh, what got under my skin last year when I just want him to be more aggressive. UVA can overpass, uh, especially when we're down, and I, and I feel the sense of urgency, and, the, and other fans do, and they, you know, no, it looks like it's like no one wants to take the shot. Um, it's the first game, and we know that they're going to – we know that Tony's teams peak at the right time. Virginia almost lost to Kent State last year. That went to overtime. That was I remember I was just moving to Charlottesville. I was staying in at the graduate while my house was getting finished, watching that game. I think it was 61. I don't remember what the score was, but Virginia won in overtime. They're going to peak at the right time, and this year is no different. Uh, Reese Beekman, eight points, six assists, and six steals. He is uh, all up in everyone's shorts all the time on the perimeter. Great hands. So quick laterally. Uh, he's a real pleasure to watch on, on the defensive end. Um, Caden Shedrick started for us, uh, seven points. And then the last starter was Armand Franklin, who you see he's an, he's an ACC player. He's going to be fine. He didn't shoot the ball well last night, two for 11, uh, but one for seven from deep. But he's going to He's going to get it together, and he's definitely – early in the game, he took someone off the dribble, got to the bucket. Oh, I was like, oh, he's going to be fine. Uh, I didn't see that again for the rest of the game, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, seven points. He also had three steals. He uh, – it's a work in progress. Uh, Cody Statman, first person off the bench, uh, first guy off the bench. Uh, hit a three early on, made a couple nice passes, and, you know, I, I'm – about an, I'd say an average performance for Cody. Uh, Poppy played 14 minutes. He's got a body that can bang with anyone in the ACC. Uh, 14 minutes, three points, uh, four boards. And then uh, Tane Murray and Carson McCorkle both got in uh, for a few minutes each. Um, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see where, where they go. Last year, early in the season, Tony kind of lengthened his bench a little bit, and I'm not sure if those are guys who are going to be in the starting lineup. I mean, I'm not sure if those are guys that are going to be playing a ton during the season, but I think he's kind of testing the waters and see how they can play in spots and if he can steal some minutes from them. Uh, when they put Carson in, I feel like they went – I feel like Navy's coach went right after him. I don't know if it was just – it just worked out that way, but it feels like as soon as he got in, they they ran a play for the guy who who he was guarding. And uh, But I'm a big Carson Corkle fan. I, I hope that – uh. I hope that he continues developing, and I hope he is a guy who – I think he will be a guy who is a rotation player at Virginia. 
Uh, yeah. So we they had ten offensive boards. We had nine. Uh, they had fourteen assists. We had eleven. But yeah, they're they're loaded with upperclassmen, and they've been playing together for a long time. Um, picked to finish third in the Patriot. And uh, shout out John Feinstein's book, The Last Amateurs, Patriot League. Go read it. On offense, again, there were times where it just seemed like we didn't have anyone to bail us out. Last year, a lot of in a lot of games, Sam Hauser would come hit six, seven shots, and you know, catch fire. We didn't have that guy last night. We didn't have anyone to bail us out from the uh, from the overpassing, and 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 it wasn't a blowout by any means. I mean, they had. It was 55-55, and Virginia just stopped scoring. Uh, they couldn't get that bucket, you know, when they they couldn't get that bucket to just put them ahead and give them a little breathing room and, and kind of assert their will. Yeah, it was 55-55 um, with 8.45 in the game, and Virginia only scored three more points in the entire game, and that was on a three-pointer with 15 seconds left. So uh, that's not going to happen a lot. That's not going to happen a lot, so – this team's going to be fine. We should have beat Navy. We're a 15-point favorite, but we'll be all right. Um, like Ty Jerome said, we'll do good tweet, bad tweet here. Uh, good tweet and Ty Jerome. Everybody relax. It's a long year. Nobody needs to see your negativity. Uh, Cal guy, these are, two, these are our two, you know, Mount Rushmore UVA guys here. Love what I saw from Beekman Gardner and Shedrick Tynan. So good tweet, good tweet. Um, one bad tweet. <laughs> this is what happens when you spend 80% of your practices working on defense. Uh, if Tony Bennett was not coaching, these are two separate tweets. If Tony Bennett was not coaching Virginia, people would have picked UVA eighth with this roster. So good tweet, good tweet, bad tweet, bad tweet. Uh, Twitter was a little bit of a uh, tough place to be last night, but we'll come around. We got a big football game this weekend and uh, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. And Tony, we trust. There was a lot of those tweets, like I said. Um, and uh, we got Friday. We got we got Radford on Friday. So let's hammer them and get this shit back on the right path here. Uh, elsewhere in the ACC, uh, I wish we had freaking William & Mary. I wish we opened William & Mary because either Wake Forest is amazing. They did look really good. Or William & Mary was just really bad. Uh, William – uh, so Wake Forest looked good. Q's looked amazing. They got the Bayheim click now. Jimmy Bayheim and Buddy teaming up. Uh, Jimmy just started off the game yesterday on fire. Um, and then Pops coaching. Uh, Benny Williams. Benny Williams is a four-star recruit. Best, uh, highest rated incoming freshman they've had in a while. Uh, they destroyed Lafayette. Uh, Duke looks the part. I mean, they're going to be – they're really, really impressive – Five, they have like five NBA dudes on their team. Trevor Keels and Jeremy Roach are teamed up again. I covered them when they were at Paul the Sixth in uh, Northern Virginia. Uh, UVA was in the running. It was in the running for Keels. We missed out, but God, he's a he's a monster. He's a monster. He's he's, got, he's ready for the NBA right now. A couple of our boys. Oh, actually, let me get to who else lost. Uh, we weren't the only ACC team to fall to a a mid major, low major type team. Uh, Pittsburgh fell to the Citadel and Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech fell uh, 72 to 69 to Miami of Ohio. Uh, Miami won by double digits. NC State won by double digits, even though they were tied at half. 
our our guy Casey Morsell started at 13 points. Uh, Virginia Tech looked good. They won by like 30. Boston College, shout out Earl Grant, first win of the Earl Grant era there, a 16-point win over nearby Dartmouth. Louisville, double-digit win. Clemson, double-digit win. Like I said, Pittsburgh lost at the Citadel by a ton. Uh, Virginia lost. But, uh, UNC beat Loyola in Hubert Davis's coaching debut. Uh, and Duke had won an eight-point game over, over Kentucky. Really some high-quality players. Uh, Wake Forest won, and then it looks like Florida State's going to beat Penn tonight. I'm recording this on uh, Wednesday. I had to get a, I had to take 24 hours to decompress from last night. I tried doing the podcast last night, and I just, my thoughts are all over the place. I felt like I was a little too critical, and I don't want to be that. I want to, you know, I want to be passionate, but I want to be positive at the same time. So, uh, big weekend in UVA sports. Thanks everyone for supporting Virginia Game Day. VirginiaGainer.com, uh, YouTube, all that good stuff. You guys are, I'm so happy to be part of this uh, little community here. And uh, I hope you enjoy the interview with Will, great guy. And he's supposed to be in town for the Notre Dame game. I saw him tweet, a lot of guys coming to town. Stanford Steve, uh, Chris Long has been egging him on to come down to Charlottesville. And his new podcast title was uh, On Ground. So I guess he's, he's on his way. So enjoy the interview and go who's. Uh, so <laughs> weather-wise, it's like forty degrees in Charlottesville right now. Are you okay. are, are you prepared for uh, the the change, the drastic change in weather when you come up to Virginia? I mean, I mean, th- I think prepared. I mean, it'll, it'll take me a little while to prepare. I was born in New York, so like, oh, me like, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was born in I was born in Manhattan, like right in the city. Um, so I mean, weather's all right. I mean, I mean, coming from Miami, which right now is probably about. Probably about 78, a little breezy. So, I mean, we kind of get spoiled down here, but I mean, definitely, I mean, weather really shouldn't be that big of a deal for me. So, I mean, I mean, leaving Miami will be tough because like, you know, our weather, we kind of kind of get great weather all around. So, I mean, I, I'll be able to, I like the season. So I like to kind of enjoy all the seasons up there. So for sure. I mean, coming from New York, how long were you in the city until? Uh, so I moved to Miami when I was like, I think like five or six. Like I was still pretty young when I moved here, but I mean, I still remember some stuff up there. So. Yeah. So uh, tell me about uh, recruitment and recruiting in, in the pandemic. How was that uh, challenging, uh, unique? Yeah, I, mean, I think it was, I mean, definitely unique. I mean, being able to only go on visits, um, what was it, that one month in June? Um, I mean, it was pretty tough, but I mean, I kind of liked it. Everything was kind of packed in, so it didn't really give you that much time to make a decision. Like you kind of knew, all right, well, June's it. You got to make a decision after June. So I think it was kind of easy just to like kind of make a decision. Um, so I know, okay, after all my June visits, like that's when I have to make a decision. Um, so, I mean, other than that, I think it was pretty hectic kind of starting off um, just because I didn't know where I wanted to go on visits and all that stuff. But I mean, once it kind of came down to it, I, I knew the schools I wanted to go visit. And I think as a kicker it was kind of different because a bunch of coaches wanted you to come um, in person and kick for them. Yeah. Um, so there were schools that I knew um, were probably close to offering me, but didn't want to offer until they wanted to see me on campus. Um, so then I'd have to I'd have to go on campus, uh, kick for the coaches. So I mean I think that was pretty cool. It was just some some good one on one time with um, a lot of the coaches. Um, and then I went up and I took my official to Virginia uh, the last week. So I kind of knew that Virginia was like one of my top schools going in, and yeah. I knew that I wanted to take my official there the last week because um, I was thinking of making a decision right after June, and I was like, all right, I can just make my official the last week and then see what happens from there. And then 
so then I committed all my like all my official I was like all right this is the spot um so then I mean I probably posted maybe like a month or something later but yeah I was committed for a while for, to there so I mean I think it was a I think it was a cool experience just being able to just go around the whole month and just say all right this month like all we're doing is taking visits so I think we ended up going to 10 12 different schools during that one month so it was fun kind of just being on the road a lot um seeing different schools because I mean, I'll take something out of one school, be like, all right, well, I didn't really like this, but I like this part. And then when I saw the next school, I'd like try and just make it like a neat, like pros and cons. Just from you keeping a spreadsheet or something like, I mean, I mean, I think, I think in my mind, definitely <laughs> in my mind, I definitely remembered. All right, well, that's cool. I mean, then there was a bunch of schools that I really liked. And then I went on visits and I was like, oh, like, I can't see myself here. Um, so I think it was just a, good to see everything in person because I couldn't imagine being a 2021 kid in couldn't really make a decision uh, really seeing campus and all that stuff. So no, that's definitely a great part of it, man. It was crazy. So definitely, definitely really grateful that we had that one month to, to go out and see stuff. So what was happening in June? Was it like, was the baseball season going on when you came up? Uh, so it was like right about the end of baseball season. Yeah. So baseball ended. Um, I think like the next week I was like right up in there already. Um, so I thought we had, we were places June 1st, June 3rd, and all until like literally the last day we could possibly visit. Um, so it was really hectic, but I mean, it all turned out good and I liked everything. So no, for sure. Definitely it's it's a great campus. Um, and yeah. they have, uh, you know, big plans for the football program and the facilities and stuff. So it's a, it's, it's a great time to be a Wahoo for sure. Definitely. What was it about uh, Charlottesville and, and Virginia that kind of clinched the, uh, the commitment? I think, I mean, there was a bunch of things. I think definitely, so they were my first, they were like my first big time power five offer. Okay. Um, and so they were, I mean, I think another big thing that they, they also believed in me before, like, so they, they believed in me before they really saw me even kick in person. Um, so they offered me kind of during the pandemic and a lot of schools said the same thing. Uh, whenever, when everything opens back up in June, you know, come up and kick for us. And Virginia was like, no, like you, you're our guy. Like, you don't even have to come pick for us. Like, come up here, just see the campus. That's it. Like, we know you're our guy. Um, so that was pretty big. Um, um, having the Gulliver connection uh, to UVA was also pretty big. Um, my head coach, Coach Sims, went there. Um, and I think my freshman year, I'll have probably two guys on the roster, Deshaun Perry and Sean Moore, uh, both graduated from Gulliver, um, really close to Sean, Sean Sean's family. Um, Sean held for me my freshman year. Sean was my holder. Um, so I you know we have a connection there. Um, and kind of like another part that was a big decision is on my dad's side of the family. Uh, my dad's, my dad's sister and her family. And then my dad's mom, um, all live up in Virginia. Um, so it's probably, uh, they live in like the McLean, McLean area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not that far. And I know, um, I have a little baby cousin who's like really into sports. Um, and I know he'll be able to come to all my games. So that's pretty big for me too. So. No, that's going to be awesome. It's only like from, from McLean, it's like literally hour and 45 minutes and it's one road straight yep. down into Charlottesville. Yeah. So I think that was definitely a big thing. And I know I talked to them before. I was like, Hey, like if I end up going here, like you guys need to get all my home games. And they said, yeah. So then when I told them they were, they were all super pumped. So it was really, I mean, I think that's a big thing. I think UVA is really big on family. Um, oh, of course. With coach Bronco and just the whole coaching staff still being together after however many years since they left BYU, they're still all together. So, you know, it's just kind of like a big family. And I think they take family into account so much into their program that, you know, I thought family was really big into my program and 
kind of staying close to where they are and them being able to come to my games, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of helps both of us. And so that was also really big. I was probably, that was probably like the deciding factor really in my decision, just kind of location and family and that. So. You hear that so often. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good program. Uh, so you went down, you were down in uh, at uh, Hard Rock Stadium for the Miami game. And that was like the turning point. Yeah. There were a couple of losses in a row and then that game kind of got us back on track. Uh, what do you remember from the, uh, from the Miami game? Yeah. So that was definitely a great experience. I mean, you know, living in Miami, like the U, like, ev- like everything's the U down here. Um, especially, especially South Florida. Like, I mean, Florida people is people like UF, FSU, but especially where I'm from down here in South Florida, it's like all everything hurricanes, like all my friends, all hurricane fans. So when I got the UVA offer, everyone's kind of like, Oh, like, you know, you can't, can't go play against like, you know, other coastal <laughs> this, I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. And so the kicker at UM happens to be probably like one of my closest kicking friends. Really? Uh, so I probably kicked with him since I started kicking, probably like eight, nine, ten years old. It was just me and him. We're like all these camps would go to when we were that young. We'd be the only kicker. So we'd be talking like we got, got a to brand, know each other man. really well. Our families are pretty yeah, exactly. So I mean, it sucked the way the the way the game kind of ended. Um, I was rooting for him. I mean, definitely UVA came out with that win, um, but he, he he's redeemed himself so far this year. He's hitting some big kicks. Um, but I think just the experience overall, I mean, I get, I get bragging rights now to all my friends that are UM fans. I was like, yeah, you know, whatever happens, you know, we beat you guys already. And I think pretty big kind of kind of being from Miami and then like my school taking the win. So I think that was definitely definitely gained some bragging rights. there. That was definitely a, a fun, fun to come to school uh, the next Monday and talk about that. So. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, good to hear from you. Uh, anything you need, hit me up. Uh, cool. And good luck going into the playoffs. Appreciate it. Thank you. How it going? Word. Grab a bowl of, of cereal. Maybe make a sandwich or whatever's left over from last night's Fast Life S-Cargo. Wrap tight back by Best Live Show.